Hello, hello. My name is Dr. Rachel Gainsbrew, and I am obsessed with all things short-term rentals, revenue streams, and helping you navigate your career, real estate, and your busiest and most wonderful seasons of life. I'm an immigrant, a pharmacist, a wife, and a mom who took one guest room rental and turned it into a multi-property, seven-figure real estate business, which has also landed us on TV. I'll teach you the real secrets and everything you need to build a short-term rental business that you love. I discuss the hard topics, mistakes I've made, and the mistakes others have made so you don't have to make them for yourself. Financing, automations, acquisitions, low occupancy, scaling, and building your team all while balancing your life are all subjects to be discussed here. Consider me that one best friend you can come to with your short-term rental business questions. So grab your coffee, get comfortable as you get ready to learn and grow with me. This is the Luxury Short-Term Rental Doctor podcast. All right, we are live. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. We have the one, the only Mark here with us from Boosley, best-selling author of the book, Direct Playbook. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us this Tuesday afternoon for us. I know it's evening for you. Mark, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people real quick. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. And it still feels weird to hear best-selling author. Um, it's something that you never think about when you put, put in a, a book together. But no, thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm super excited to be in the group. I am a member of the group. I do see the posts. I do see the, the chat and the communication. So it's excited to be able to chat and sort of say hi properly to everybody. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm very much not based in America with this accent. Uh, I'm over in England. Uh, it's We're currently 8 p.m., uh, UK time right now. Uh, I've spent the last two years living in Spain. I've got uh, me, my wife, and my three boys. So I've got an, I've got a three-year-old, six-year-old, and a nine-year-old, and we've been traveling the world for the last five years, um, jumping around with true digital nomads. But we're now back in the UK. We've just bought a house, and, and we're, get, we're getting settled back here. And my my sort of niche and what I do is I give hosts uh, the tools, the tactics, and the training to get more direct bookings. And that's what we're going to chat about today. That's what the whole book is about. I'll, I'll tell you about the book. And yeah, I'm super excited to just sort of let the group know, especially this this like luxury industry, that the luxury part of short-term accommodation know about the true power of direct bookings and, and how we can go about getting them. Oh, Mark, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Because one of the biggest trends that I see happening in 2022 is that hosts are wanting more and more control over their business. They're wanting to serve their guests and to keep their guests, right? To have their guests booked directly with them. And there is a lot of cost savings across the board with booking directly, but even more so with those luxury homes, those larger homes, those beach homes, those mountain homes, the cost savings with booking directly on your own platform, as opposed to depending solely on the OTA, even if you're able to increase it by 10, 20, 30%, 50% direct bookings, the savings are really significant. So thank you for joining us today. Yeah, I can. And well, first and foremost, thank you very much to everybody that has supported and bought the book. For those of you who are tuning in and watching the replay, it is called The Book Direct Playbook. You can get it on Amazon, wherever in the world. So just go check out your Amazon store, type in The Book Direct Playbook. It is on Kindle, paperback, and the Audible, fingers crossed, is going to be here by the end of this week. It's been in review for the last three weeks now with Amazon. And uh, the Audible version that so many people are asking me for is, is definitely coming. 
Awesome. Awesome. I love it. And when Mark says that he loves to reward action takers, he does because in this book, there are so many amazing action steps. Oh my goodness. And the dividends that they will pay once you implement them. I, I, I just think it's phenomenal. So definitely check out the book. You will go chapter by chapter. You will have your marching orders, calls to actions and action steps because it's so interactive. And that was unique. That was something that was unique. So if we talk about the book overall, Mark, you made it very action step oriented. You didn't just want us to read a book and go to bed. You're like, okay, now go and do this. And let me know on social that you did this, which I was like, whoa. Yeah, I absolutely Yeah. Yeah, so um, when I wanted to put a book together, I really wanted to have an interactive book. I adore reading and listening to books, business books, ever since I started Boostly in 2016. Um, one of my biggest influences is Tim Ferriss. And Tim Ferriss uh, is the host of a, a very, very big podcast, probably one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And um, I've been listening to him ever since the Jamie Foxx episode in 2016, which is a nice introduction. It's one of his biggest ever downloadable podcasts. In, in 2018, 2019, he released a book called Tools of Titans, which was after 200 episodes of his podcast, he put a book together of his favorite guests. And that book really was an eye opener for me. And it was a big inspiration for the book, Direct Playbook, because when you opened up the book, you wouldn't read it from page one to page 400. You'd go in, you look at the chapters, look at the guests, and you'd flip to that person. So whether it was Jerry Seinfeld or, you know, a famous author or a famous bodybuilder or anything, somebody from the world of business or wealth or wherever. And then you would read the little chapter and you'd go to somebody else. And I loved that. And when I came to write the book, I wanted to have that sort of element to it. And the reason why I called it a playbook is and not, not a lot of people know this, but before I got into hospitality, before starting Boosley, before working in the family business, which was a hospitality business, I was a soccer coach. And I was very fortunate from the years 2002 to 2009 to travel all over America coaching soccer youth development. And it doesn't matter uh, what state I was visiting, I would always have my trusty playbook with me. And if I was going to run a coaching drill or we're going to run a play in a game, um, I'd have my playbook. And again, with, with the playbook, I wouldn't read it from one page to one 100. I'd go and find a specific drill that I wanted to do. I would read it. We would implement it into the session and then we'd review it afterwards. And so when I came to writing the book and I had those two inspirations, I was like, this just makes so much sense. The book direct playbook. And when you open it and when you get it and those who already have the book, if they've got the Kindle version or the printed version, you'll know when you open it up, there's the contents chapter. And with the contents chapter, you'll go, well, what do I want to learn about? Do I want to learn about email marketing? Do I want to learn about my customer avatar? Do I want to learn about social media? I've got a, I've got a secret source to becoming a content creation machine, which is a really cool chapter, a real cool section. So you can flip and choose and you can watch it. So you can read it. You can um, check out the get it done session at the end, and then you can go and implement it. And because a lot of the things that I talk about are very visual, as well as we've got the written book, I've also created a free companion course that you get access to when you buy the book. So the videos are really cool because they're stored online. And that means that even in 5, 10, 15, 20 years time, I can keep updating those videos because the book itself, because it talks about a lot of marketing tactics, the book itself had a danger of being out of date before I even published it. But the cool thing about how I structure the book and put the book together, it doesn't really talk about anything in particular. So we don't talk about TikTok, for example, because 10, 15 years time, TikTok may be the same as what Snapchat is now or Vine. 
But we talk about the psychological aspects, the, the, the sort of the things in between that goes around all the platforms. And then when I go into the video on the companion course, I can delve into a few things and I can keep them updated. So it's, it's very much, I wanted to keep it evergreen, very much I want it to be really interactive. So again, we talk about messaging me on, on platforms to let me know what you're doing in the homework. And, and I have really loved these last two weeks. Um, I've had so many people, people that have never messaged me before, reach out to me, my Instagram, uh, and send me a message and saying, hey, I'm reading the book. I'm currently doing this. And it is so cool because we've started up so many cool conversations on, on the back of it. So uh, if you are that one that couple of people that have messaged me, thank you so much. If you're going to pick up the book, I look forward to hearing from you when you do message me. Oh, awesome. So good. And so I love the way the book is set up and broken down into different bite-sized pieces, really, to where you could just jump in, do the task, read it, get that understanding, get your resources in place, execute, and definitely message. And, and I was commenting on that right before our call that I love the get it done section. So really appreciate the way you set up the book because you design it really with the busy professionals or busy hosts in mind. You know, it's mm. not oftentimes you can sit and, and digest and divulge and, and take action on all of the things. But if you can add it to your calendar on Mondays, I'm going to work on my playbook for direct booking. Here's your resource, guys. So uh, Mark, tell us why it's important to have a direct booking platform. And I know it's not something you can do overnight, but why, why is it important for a host to have a direct booking platform uh, from you know different aspects of the business? Um, so why is a direct booking element to your business important? And I premise all of this by saying that in the world of hospitality, in the world of short-term rental accommodation, we are very lucky, very unique, because there's not any other industries that I know in the world where you can start a business, add a couple of pictures to one or two sites, and be pretty much guaranteed to bring in revenue. With hospitality, because we are so in demand, we can all look at our calendar for the next 12 months and we can pretty much guarantee that we will be able to book out certain dates three or four or five times over, whether it is Super Bowl weekend or a big event coming up or Christmas, New Year, whatever it may be. You know that there's certain dates that we can just book them out several times over. And because we're so in demand and because the power of websites like Airbnb and Verbo, we're very fortunate because Boostly, we do website design. Like Rachel, you do coaching. There's no website that we can go and list our services on and be guaranteed to bring in revenue. We have to build the brand. We have to do all the things. We have to show up online. We have to do all these cool things to, to sort of market our business. But with hospitality, we don't have that. And it's a blessing and it's a curse. It's a blessing because it's so easy to bring in revenue. The curse is that you become lazy because then you become reliant because you go, you know what? I could do all these things, but Airbnb just keeps bringing in me bookings. I don't need to do anything. And when you become reliant, you then become over-reliant. And when you become over-reliant on one platform to bring in all of your bookings, then you are building your house on someone else's land. You are playing by their rules. You're playing in their wow. sandbox. And all they have to do at any point is they have to just say no. And I've been talking about this since 2016, 2017, 2018, and hosts all over the world would just go, yeah, Mark, I understand. I'll come back to it later. I'll come back to it later. I'll come back to it later. And I kept saying, you know, anything could happen. You could have your account hacked. They could shut down your listing. You could get a couple of crappy reviews and you just drop off the search rankings on Airbnb or, or these platforms. 
what I wasn't anticipating, what I wasn't predicting was a global pandemic that just shut the world down. But that's what happened in 2020. And at that point in March, 2020, if there's any hosts in the comment section who had their Airbnb business or had their STIR business back then, you will know what happened because there was that one day in March when Airbnb, without any warning to any host, sent out a mass message to all of its guests saying, if you've got a booking with us, it doesn't matter what the cancellation policy is of the host, you can cancel it right now for free. No comeback. And there are hosts that morning that woke up and they lost tens of thousands of dollars in reservations. It was, it was awful. And hundreds of back- thousands. I know a couple of hosts that lost hundreds of thousands in bookings yeah. at Walmart. 100%. So not, not even five figures, we're talking six figures. And unfortunately, I know a lot of hosts now are no longer in business because they just couldn't recover. And I think the back end of that, coming out of that, there was such a big uproar. I remember the Twitter threads and the Reddit forums and the Facebook posts that a lot of hosts now have come out the back of it going, I cannot rely on one platform to bring in my revenue. I cannot, I know, I cannot do that. I can't put my business at risk anymore. So now I see so many hosts who are going multi-channel, who are getting things and systems put in behind the scenes. We're getting a direct booking website. And this is why it's, it's really important because for the first time, people that are wanting to do this as a business, like a proper business moving forward, they're having to do what everybody else in the world of business, whether it's e-commerce or physical training, PR, hairdresser, whatever it may be, has had to do. We've had to build our own business, build build our own brand. And one of the biggest sort of kickbacks that I get, whether it's in a clubhouse room, Facebook or Google posts or comments on my YouTube videos, is that I haven't got the time. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I haven't got the money to spend. And this is, this is like why I wrote this book, because everything in here doesn't cost money. Nothing in here costs money to do. The tactics are simple, it's easy, and it's, and it's effective. And I know because I've run it through our family business since 2011. And in 2016, I've shown over 1,000 hosts the same things. And the best of the best of the tips have made it into the book. So that's why I did it. That's why it's so important. And I just want to very quickly finish this little story by saying, I've told that story a few times now on podcasts or interviews, webinars, etc. And in the comments and in the chat, and I guarantee there's a few people thinking this now, well, just because you've got a direct booking doesn't mean there wasn't cancellations in March 2020, which I totally get. I totally understand. But with a direct booking, you've had one thing that you couldn't do through Airbnb, and that's reached out to the guest and talk to them directly. With our family business, we had about 60%, 70% of our bookings that, that month were coming in or due to arrive were direct. And what we were able to do is we're able to give them a phone call and just have a one-on-one human conversation. And because of that, and because we spreaded the message of change the dates, not cancel, we were able to save a lot of money in reservation fees by simply changing them to a date later on in the year and not canceling. And that's the power that you have with a direct booking. It's your data. It's your business. It's, there's no commission to pay and it's on your rules. And that is the power of having a diet book in business. I love it. I absolutely love it. So again, guys, and this is something that I'm sure we have covered in this group while everyone who's here um, witnessing it is, is that relationship, Get, having that relationship with the guests, right? Because you, as the host, if you're direct booking, you brought the guests 
on board and you have that relationship, you, you kind of foster that relationship to have that conversation with the guests. And I love that you say that. And I see that over and over again in the book about having the human conversation with the guests. Once you've identified that guest, you can pick up that phone is what you said on here is to pick up that phone. And so one thing that I added to um, the post this morning when I was letting people know, hey guys, everyone, we are going to be having Mark with us today. There are two big fears that guests have with direct booking, you know, fear of being scammed is one of them. So there's a big factor that has to go into it when it comes to trust. And yeah. so I got to tell you, I, I have a, a couple of students in my mastermind that they're a little bit nervous, Mark, because they actually reached out to some really good um, web developers that develop really great websites, but maybe they did not have <laughs> an accommodations background. And mm -hmm. so the sites are challenged. Um, and they show that the sites are visible, folks are getting there, but they're not going to take that next step. So I have two things on here, fear of losing money and fear of being scammed. And so this was a survey that another host, you know, completed. And those were the two biggest common concerns. Well, why would a guest book directly with me when Airbnb is so much safer? <laughs> yeah. And, and this is exactly why I do all of this. This is why um, at eight o'clock at night, instead of uh, <laughs> getting ready to get tucked up into bed, I'm doing webinars. This is why I do podcasts. Like every single day, I've got a podcast on YouTube over at Boostly going on every single day because I've got a goal. And that goal is to help 1 million hosts cut down on their over-reliance on the OTAs. Because if I can help educate 1 million hosts, and in turn, those 1 million hosts educate or re-educate their guests about the power of their bookings, then we're going to get the attention of the OTAs. And why am I doing this? And why am I going about it like this? When I had the family business, which was called the Granary in Scarborough, try and spell it, I dare you. <laughs> it's, it's actually something that I talk about in the book and the power of having a, a, a domain. Spellings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so the reason why I was doing it with the family business, we were very fortunate that we were able to re-educate our guests and we got to a point where the local news crew came down and we went around the the scarborough seafront and for those of you that don't know scarborough in the united kingdom it's the second most touristy visited area in the uk outside of london so it's very 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 touristy we've got scarborough whitby um, we've, we've got the North Yorkshire Moors. It's, it's a very beautiful part of the world and it's very touristy. So one in every three properties feels like a vacation rental business and we get a lot of guests come. And so what we did with the news crew is we went down to the seafront and we interviewed members of the public and we asked if there were traveling tourists coming into the area and how they booked. And it was like 80% um, of the people that we chatted to had booked via an OTA. And we asked why. And it's the exact things that you're talking about trust so not to be scammed and as well there's like that brand and recognition behind these big otas and i i was i was saying to him well you do realize you know when you book directly with a bed and breakfast owner or, or a vacation rental owner or a hotel owner you've got all the same rights policies cancellation policies as you do booking via the otas and they just said yeah but you know booking.com or a, a brand and they explain it what it boils down to is marketing and the perfect example that I can give anybody right now is air cover. Air cover is the best market employee 
that Airbnb have done in, in recent times. And that's all it is. It's just, it's just marketing. There are so many good providers of insurance, the same insurance coverage that Airbnb offers out there independently. Proper is one that I can think of right now. It's very big in, in, in the States. More closer to home in the UK, we've got Guard Hog and Super Hog. And so many writers are now changing their business model to suit the vacation rental world. So first thing, safety. Um, the guests that I'm getting, are they going to trash the property? It's knocked off. It's instantly knocked off because you've got providers that are providing it. You just have to you know, look outside of Airbnb. Airbnb's marketing is so good. They make it feel like they are the one-stop shop. You don't have to go anywhere else. They are on a massive recruitment drive for hosts at the moment, and they're trying to apply and pry people away from Verbo because they want to they get millions and millions and millions of hosts, millions of properties on, on this platform. And there's a reason why, and I'll talk about it at the end, especially I'll, I'll link it to the book because there's a reason why I think they're trying, trying to do this and make it so simple, but that's one. So the, the next thing then is trust and safety. And why should a guest book with you because of the trust factor? Well, number one, we talk about direct booking websites. Now, when I first started Boostly in 2016, I didn't want to create websites. I had no vision of creating websites. I just wanted to do the training. I wanted to show people email marketing tips, social media marketing tips, Google marketing tips, everything that I was gearing up for was doing one thing, which was driving traffic to a website. The biggest complaint I was getting was Mark, my website designers disappeared. My website's not good enough. Everybody was complaining so much about their website that, you know, I just sort of said, right, I'm going to create, I'm going to, I'm going to create websites. And I was able to get people together. We did tons of research. We looked at what everybody was doing. We looked at what their Hilton and the Marriott were doing well. We looked at what booking.com were doing, Google were doing, we looked at what everybody was doing. And what we realized with websites in our industry, which is really key in our industry, you don't have to have an all singing, all dancing videos flying at you, all these cool graphics when it comes to a website, you just need a website that works. And all you need to do is look at Airbnb. It is a mess of a website, but it works because the whole goal of a hospitality website is to get them from the homepage to the booking page in three clicks. That's literally what it's designed to do. And that is what your website needs to do. It needs to instantly on the homepage say who you are, why they should book with you, real-time reviews, and how to book. It's as simple as that. And there are website designers out there and their whole business model is quality over quantity. They would rather have three or four clients at a time and charge $10,000, $15,000, put in some fancy words and not know the industry. So we did it another way where my goal is to obviously help 1 million hosts. So what we've done is that we've got a real low cost point. It's just a couple of thousand dollars for, for a website. And we want to make sure that we've got lots of, thousands upon thousands of, of boosted websites out there around the world, because we know what style works. We know the exact place to put all the right things in place for when a, a future potential guest is landing on your site, what they're looking for, what they want to be, what they want to look at. It doesn't matter what model it is, whether it's luxury, whether it is in a city center, whether it is glamping, whether it is whatever it may be, we know that every niche and how it, and how it works. And, and this has been our, our, our big goal with it. And with the trust factor to get over that hurdle, there's a couple of really cool things you can do. And again, it doesn't cost any money. Number one, get your recent and your best reviews on your website. 
I don't mean copy and paste. There are some really cool free tools that you can now use that takes in your real-time reviews from, let's say, Airbnb, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, Facebook, and puts it on your website. And these tools are so cool that it will filter it so only your five-star reviews show. One of the main reasons why somebody doesn't book with you and leaves your website is because they're looking for the social proof. There was a, a SCIF survey, and it was 83% of people will leave your website to go look for reviews before making that booking, before they're going to depart with three or four or $5,000, they want to have those real time. They want, they want to see some reviews, some social proof. And as soon as they leave your website, they never come back because as soon as they leave, they then get sucked in by the mousetrap that is Airbnb and booking.com and TripAdvisor. So that's really key. And another really cool tool for trust is there is a, a service called IPRAC, I-P-R-A-C.com. And with that, you can, you can be part of their trust certificate. You can get part of the blockchain and their trust certificate, and you'll get the IPRAC trust seal of approval. So it shows to guests that you've been um, sort of accredited and you've got this seal of approval and you've got that trust. So when you book with them, it's a real business because this is one of the major things. And there's so many stories about this. You just have to go and look at it, but um, go and look in the news of Airbnb scam. Somebody makes a booking, they turn up to the property and it's not there. And that trust aspect is, is, is massive. But again, with the likes of the insurance companies, they're not only insuring now the host and the property owner, you can also have insurance for your guest as well. So they can have full confidence that when they book with you, that they're going to have their stay there. So those are some little cool things that you can do right now to start establishing that trust and knock down those hurdles. So Mark, something you said about in the book that I thought was so interesting and where is it? You said Google is the next big OTA and my mind was blown. Tell yeah. me about that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and uh, I just want to pick up on one very quick thing that you said, because it is so true. With I think the big misconception in what I'm talking about is that I'm asking everybody to cancel your Airbnb subscription, your listing, cancel your Verbo, cancel your booking.com. I'm not saying that in, in the slightest. Going 100% direct is as bad as being 100% reliant on the OTAs. What I'm saying is that you've got to spread out where your listings and your business is being visible. You've got to be utilizing the marketing and the power of the Airbnb and booking.com and Verbos of the world, but you've also got to have a large proportion of your business as direct as well. With our family business, it was set on a 200-acre farm in the middle of nowhere in the North Yorkshire Moors. There's no reason that it should have been as popular and as powerful as it became. We needed booking.com's visibility and branding to help us get there. But one thing that we did every single time, and especially for luxury properties, this is the same for you as well, is that you're going to have, and you will have a high level of repeat business because of just the, the power and the nature of the brand is that you will get a guest come and stay with you. They're going to have an amazing time and they will want to come and rebook with you years and years and years over. And also as well, they will want to tell their friends about the amazing stable show out, show off about staying with you on social media. As soon as a guest comes and stays with you, you've got to be sort of realistic that if that guest has never been to your area has never been to stay in your location before. They've never heard about you personally from a recommendation and they, they, they discover you. It's going to probably be through an OTA. So you're going to have to suck it up on the first bucket. But as soon as that guest walks through your door, 
And if they repeat book review the next year via the same OTA, it is 100% your fault. You should be doing everything in your power from that point on to make sure that when a guest books with you again, they're booking with you directly. And there's so many things that you can do. I don't want to overwhelm you in giving you all those things. Just go pick up the book. It's listed all in there. But if you speak to anybody at booking.com or Airbnb, I'm very fortunate to be able to, with what I do, I get to speak to a lot of cool people. And I have spoken to a lot of people at booking.com and they have confirmed this. And I, I said this to them. I said, you know, if well, as soon as a guest lands in a property, are you thinking that the next time they come back and stay, they're going to be booking via booking.com or they're going to be booking direct. And a lot of them do admit that they should be booking direct. You know, they will book direct. They, they acknowledge that. But what they discount is they discount your knowledge. They, they say that the host doesn't know what to do, but host won't do the, 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 the necessary things to be able to make sure that a guest can book with them direct. And, and this just adds fuel to my fire because I know that we can all do this. I know the input, impact and the benefit it will have for everybody if we can start applying a few little core little tips and tricks to sort of make sure if a guest was to book again, then they book direct. But not only that guest book again, but if they've got a friend or a family member or a coworker or a social media follower who's going to come to your area, then it's you that they recommend to, to, to go and stay. And if, and if you can do this, the commission alone that you will save will be four, five, even potentially six figures. So it's going to have a massive impact on your bottom line, but also as well, the types of guests you're going to get are going to be the ones that you want to walk through the door every single time. So this is why it's super important. Nice, nice dream revenue and dream guests. I do see some questions now, guys. Thank you for bearing with me. Okay, so Annette is asking, what are some reasons? And, you know, we mentioned OTA, OTA a little earlier. So I just want to give some context because we have some new folks who are joining us in this group for the, the first time. We want to make sure no one's left out. OTA is an online travel agency such as Airbnb and Verbo. And so just want to make sure that everyone's aware. So Annette has her properties on OTAs as well as um, her, her direct booking website. And she says, what are some reasons you have lookers and not bookers? And I saw that in your book on your website. What are some reasons you do you have lookers and not bookers? So one of the main reasons, and I see this a lot. So one of the things that I love to do are called marketing reviews. And I've got a group called the Hospitality Communities, what I founded in 2016. And every month or every couple of months, what I love to do is I ask the group who would like a marketing review. People put their hand up. But the one caveat is I have to do it as a live video in the group. And the reason why I do it as a live video in the group is because even though I'm giving tips and tricks live direct to one host, I guarantee that it will be somebody else tuning in live that will have the same problems with their current setup. And one of the most common problems that I see with a website is that we're not asking the future potential guest to book, to give them money. We're, we're scared to do it. So we'll have a fancy picture. We'll have nice little wordings. We'll have a couple of cool little things about the location in the area. But at no point do we have a, but, a button that says book now. Click here for availability. And it's one of, the, one of the core reasons that you'll have a looker and not a booker. And one of the easiest ways to do this, look at your website, look at the title. So the title along the top, okay? You'll have home, about, maybe properties, location. Go and add another option, which is book now, but put a little button around it and change the coloring so it stands out. 
the top right-hand corner of every website, for whatever reason, is the gold zone. It's the buying zone. It's the gold mine of every website. If you look at Amazon, if you look at all of these websites, the checkout option is in the top right, and it's there for a reason because it's the gold zone. It's where our eyes naturally draw to when a website loads up. Don't ask me why. It's just psychology. It's just how it is. <laughs> but with so many hosts don't take advantage of this. They hide the book now button. Even worse, they camouflage it in with everything else. It's like we're afraid to ask the person to make a decision and buy. If, if you're not confident in asking a future potential guest to buy with you, they never will. And again, that really high stat is that 83% of people, they will leave your website. And when they leave, they never come back. So if, if your website isn't turning to lookers and to bookers, that could be one. Number two, it could be that you're appeal, you're um, not appealing to your ideal guest. So again, look at your business, look at your brand, look at who you're trying to appeal to. Your website could be given totally the wrong vibe. And again, they'll bounce and they won't come back. There's loads of things. Um, the book covers in much more detail about why that may be. We go for a full section of it. So again, if you haven't picked up the book, do so, and you'll be able to answer a lot of your questions. Oh, that was a good one. Oh my goodness. Ramya, I see Ramya says, I need to work on direct booking. We all do, Ramya. We all do. Devlin says, what are your thoughts on PM provided websites? So like PMS or channel manager provided websites such as uh, owner res. And I know your Porter, quite a few of them are out there. For example, I have my direct booking site vacationenvy.com, but it's not a WordPress site set up for SEO. Devlin, great question. Mark, what are your thoughts? That was a great question from Devlin. PMS. So again, I know there's a, a large differentiation in the people and the host that are watching this. We'll have people that are seasoned pros that have had it for had their business for a couple of seasons. Those are just dying. And there's a couple of terminologies that I'm saying that, that may sort of brush over. So OTA, online travel agent, PMS is property management software. And when you want to build a direct booking business, a property management software is an essential tool that you need to have because what it means is that you can list your business on Airbnb, you can list your business on booking.com, you can list your business on Verbo, and you will never have a, a double booking. So you will never have a double booking because these PMS will communicate with all of the channels at the same time, uh, feed in your live rates, your live availability, so you'll never have a double booking, which is great. There isn't one PMS. There is over a thousand different PMS providers. This is the bad thing. This is unfortunate. There are loads. And in the future, it may change. There may be some consolidation. There may be just a few. But at the moment, there are loads. You could go into any Facebook group. So right now, after this chat, you may be all psyched up about property management software, direct booking websites, direct bookings. You'll go into the group going, right, who do you recommend for a PMS? And for every five hosts, I guarantee you'll have three different answers. You just mentioned owner res. Guesty, your porter, uplisting, host fleet. There's so many amazing people. Because there's so many, every single one of them needs to have their own sales channel, sales aspect, their unique selling point. And what a lot of them realized very early on is that a host wants to have a website, but doesn't want to spend a lot of money getting one because, again, they're being quoted 10, 15,000, $20,000. And when you're first starting the business, or even when you're growing the business, you put all of your money and all of your capital into doing up your properties. The last thing that you think about is the website. And so what they realized is that they could offer a free website if they sign up to their PMS. Sounds great. The problem is 
they're crap websites. They're just glorified landing pages. And the PMS providers will actually admit this. They are not websites that are all singing, all dancing. They're just there as a placeholder, just as a free site. This is why I started Boostly websites, because as uh, Devlin said, you need to have a WordPress website. If you want to have your website do anything in terms of being visible on Google, it needs to be a WordPress website. It can't be Wix. It can't be Squarespace. It needs to be WordPress websites. And as soon as I start saying that to 99.9% .9 of people, they glaze over, they go, no, nope, you know what I've done. <laughs> I'll go do something else. So this is literally why I started doing this because we create WordPress websites that link up to your favorite property management software of choice, whether it's owner res, guestie, hostfully, you name it, there's loads of them. So that you don't have to worry about having a direct booking website and doing it all yourself, or even worse, paying somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about to do it, do it for you. Um, so great question. PMS websites are free and are fantastic. So fantastic, like say, if you've literally got one property, take advantage of the free website. But if you've got two, three or four luxury properties, and you want to grow this business and brand, then you need to start thinking like with the next level hat on, which is a WordPress website done by somebody who knows what they're talking about. So great question. Uh, it, it definitely wasn't a picture of promotion for Boosty in any way, shape or form, but that's, that's literally where we're at with it. I appreciate the question as well. Debbie's asking, I have a direct booking website, but don't know how to get it out there. So mm. Debbie's looking for more exposure and more um, views. How do we get some more views for Debbie? It's going to cost you about $10 and it's called the book direct playbook. <laughs> <laughs> I, and this is what the reason it. why this is the reason why I created it because I do a lot of podcasts, a lot of webinars. I do, I'm in Facebook groups, all of these things. And my, my inbox is, is full with that exact question. I've got a website. How do I get traffic to it? And, you know, I, in the past I would go, well, go and check out the YouTube channel. There's loads of free videos there or podcasts or wherever, but people would go there and because there's so much, they get overwhelmed and then, and then they leave. And so I kept thinking, well, what's the next step? And this is why I put this book together. So 10 years worth of me doing it tips, me then teaching people tips. And then I've filtered everything down and the best tips are in here, how to get traffic to your website, how to turn lookers into bookers. And there's so many different avenues. And again, it's a playbook because you don't have to do every single one. You can go in pick one, implement it, come back, implement another one, keep going, keep going and keep going. And I, I guarantee you, if you get this book, you will not only get a return of investment of your $10, you'll get much, 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 much more. And you'll be having a diet booking business on the back of it, which is my goal. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yep. I do see Devlin's comment here. My book literally just delivered Fari's asking, so far, my website is just an informational site. I don't have any properties. How do I obtain my first property? Great question, Fari. Any pointers for Fari on how to obtain uh, their first property? <laughs> As in how to, how to get started? Well, I think, you know, you look to my left with, with Rachel. I think, you know, you, you're in definitely in safe hands and how to get your first property, how to get the keys to your first door. My real skill set is once you've got a season under your belt. So I, I don't help you find a property. There's some amazing people online that will help you to get your property, how to kit it out, how to do all the cool things. My skill set is once you've got a season under your belt, you've had a season of dealing with guests, <laughs> you've had a season of doing all of the things, then I come into this realm and I come in, in, into your, that's where really I, 
I really will start to help you build a, a, a like a direct booking business. But awesome, you're in safe awesome. hands with the person to my left. <laughs> I appreciate that, Fari. Welcome to the crowd. I don't think we've met Fari, so let's get connected for sure. I saw you have an entire section. This is a question I get asked all the time. You have an entire section here on getting more corp- corporate bookings and what Stop the scroll for me in this book was your average B2C transaction was 1.5K and then the B2B was a little over 10K. And that is exactly what I'm experiencing. And when I tell people our numbers, especially with the corporate, it's quite hard to believe because when we we think of individuals like you and I, maybe we have a nine to five, maybe we're in healthcare, we have a little bit, a few more dollars. I can't imagine spending 10k 20k 28k uh, a month on on accommodations but these b2b uh these businesses do they sure do so i'm really interested on your thoughts about corporate bookings because a lot of people come into the group looking for bookings from uh hospitals and uh nursing and staffing and and that type Mm. of crowd so i really love that you have this whole chapter on this yeah, so this is so cool. And, and like particularly when we're looking in the in the luxury market, because not only you, when you've got a luxury property, not only are you going to be appealable by having amazing pictures to B2C, so leisure guests, but you are also going to be visible to so much more people. I mean, let's just talk about Peerspace, for example. Peerspace is um is a very new sort of service. It's like the Airbnb of of sort of event spaces. But if you've got a property that is luxury and is available for events, available for photo shoots, for film shoots, et cetera, then Peerspace is, a, is, a, is an amazing tool to list your property on. It's free to list and it's a commission model, but you get a lot more power than you would do with an Airbnb booking. And you can work it alongside your short-term rental business. So Peerspace, P-E-E-R-S-P-A-C-E. Now also as well, when you have a, a luxury property, and you are um, visible to the, like the big companies. Again, what's happening on the back end of the pandemic is that offices, and you know, I speak this, this is very, I've definitely got my UK and sort of UK hat on on this one, but I, I guarantee this is going on all around the world as well, is that there's a lot of offices, your Googles, your Twitters, your Facebooks, they're not actually back in the office properly full-time yet are only starting to go back in. What's happening now still is that a lot of people are working from home or they're doing the workation and they have to maybe go into the office once a month. Or what's happening is that these companies are organizing for their small teams to meet up and have a retreat. So for a week every month, and they are looking at Airbnb properties, SDR properties, luxury, big properties to host their retreats and work workaways. So you've got those corporate companies. And, and when, when they book with you, they're spending big dollar on this because it's not their personal money. It's the, it's the company money that they're, they're allocating to this. So the trick is, how do you get your name in front of these people? And it is really simple. And there's a full section about it on, on the book and how to go about it. But it's, it's literally about asking the question. In the book, we talk about picking up the phone and calling. Now, for a lot of people, that is nerve wracking and people can't do the cold calling, but you know, all you have to do is go and, you know, look at 
some examples on the Boosted podcast and, 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 the, and the YouTube video to show how it's beneficial. If you don't want to call, then there's a, a little app that I, I like to call Lumpy Mail. So Lumpy Mail, you would send something in the post to the offices of the companies that you want to get in, in the attention of, and you will address it to the person that would be in charge of accommodation specialist. Now, if you don't know who the accommodation specialist is on the company, and a fantastic free resource to check out is LinkedIn. LinkedIn now is more than just a place where you upload your CV. It's a, it's a social media network in itself. You can go and find the company of the city or the town that you're located or the place that you're trying to get the attention of. Go into LinkedIn, go to the company profile, click on personal profiles, and you'll be able to see everybody that works there. And you just filter it down to accommodation specialist or PA or whatever you want to call it. If you still can't do it, struggle, call up, speak to reception and just say, hey, it's Mark calling from insert business name. Um, I just wanted to introduce ourselves. Who is the person to speak to at your business to be, that is places people in accommodation? So places your staff in accommodation. And they'll either tell you or they'll say no. And if they say no, you just go back and start again. But as soon as you get that name and you've got the address, then what you'll do is you'll get a nice bit of lumpy mail. So don't get a white envelope. You're going to get a pink or a gold envelope because they stand out. If you've got a white envelope, it just looks like a bill or an invoice, but a gold envelope will never get turned away because they'll have thought they've won something. In there, you can put some goodies. You can put Amazon vouchers. You can put whatever you want. It's going to grab the attention and then make sure that when you send it, that you mark it down as um, proof of delivery and that you, the one way you get, you know, you spend that extra bit of money, but you get a text message the moment it arrives. Because the moment it arrives and they sign for it, you get a text message, you get an email, you pick up your phone and you drop that call in and just say, hey, can I speak to Sandra? Yeah, Sandra, I just sent you that, that, that envelope to just want to introduce myself. And then instantly, if you're going to have that conversation, you'll get past the gatekeeper. Now, the trick of this and the reason why you go through all of this is that once you introduce yourself and they know about your business and they know about what you do and what you do and who you provide to, they will never have to go to Airbnb and booking.com to find accommodation again, because they will come straight to you. And if you can build these relationships, if you can get people to stay with you and you keep in contact with the person who makes the decisions on where they go and stay, you can have your property booked out for weeks, months on end. And I'll just finish this little segment with, with one final variation of this is that what I explained at the start is a very proactive way of getting in front of these companies for a lot of people. I guarantee you will already have an in to one of these companies from people that have already stayed with you in the past. So what I encourage you to do is that if you're looking to get down the more roots of corporates and luxury corporates, et cetera, look back on your bookings from the last two years. And what you're going to try and do is you're going to try and find those email addresses that have got a business domain. So don't go, you know, mark at gmail.com. Go and look for the ones that have booked for a business domain. Find their details on your system, find their phone number. Or if you, even if you remember, just, you know what? I actually had somebody stay on business. Let me go and contact them. And again, pick up the phone. And it's a much more easier conversation to have because they already know, like, love, and trust you because they've already stayed with you. To say, hey, it's Mark from here. Thanks you so much for staying with us. I'm just, quick question. Why did you come and stay with us? Was it work? Was it leisure? Was it pleasure? Was it business? And if they say it was on business, just say, okay, so why did you come to the area? And it's just a load of open-ended questions. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure out, A, does their business come and stay with you, come, come to the area regularly? Was it a one-off? Does anybody else from their company come to the area regular? And if it turns out that there's a few people that come because there's a big contract, 
you just ask who made the booking did you make it or did someone make it on your behalf and if they say someone made it on my behalf you say do you have their name and number and then when you call the company to say hey i've just been speaking to john john stayed with us he had a fantastic time he said i should get in contact with you i just want to introduce myself and it's literally those little conversations conversations constantly having whether it's you or whether you outsource it to a virtual assistant or a member of your team by creating those relationships and by creating those contacts, you and your property and your business will, will be set for life because the business world is very ancestral. Everybody knows everybody. And if you provide a good service, when they're at their meetup or their golf meetup or other event or the conferences or wherever, you'll be the one that's getting recommended when the people are coming to town. Oh my goodness. The gems that you just dropped, Mark, were insane. And you know what? There are so many applications to it because again, we just talked about business travelers, executive travelers, but this is applicable to travel nurses, to travel physicians, hospital staff. So if you can get that information on who made the accommodations, who are they working for, how often they're coming to the area, whether it's a one-off or not. Th these are questions that can be applied over a number of different verticals. So that was so, so good. Annette just dropped two diamonds. So she says, <laughs> yes, those are gems. Those and the cool news is gems. as well, could I just give people the cool news on this one? Is that part, part of this book is that I've mentioned about the online course. So mm -hmm. part of this book in the online course section, the free online course, when you get the book, um, I've actually created with a copywriter email templates that are dedicated to getting corporate contracts. So basically getting past the gatekeeper. So if you're a little bit nervous and picking up the phone and having a call and you would rather send an email, but you don't know how to write the email, then we've got you covered. So once you buy the book, the book, direct playbook, you register, you order, you show us your proof of purchase and you get access to these templates. And these templates are cool because you can just copy it. You can personalize it and you can send it to the companies and it will get past the gatekeeper. So again, it's uh, it, I've got you covered in every way, even if you're not confident on the phone, then you can, you can, you can do this. This is so awesome. That right there is worth the price of admission. Oh my goodness. Those templates. I love utilizing templates to get me started. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. All right, guys, so we're at the top of the hour. We just have four more short minutes left. I just wanted to touch base on one more thing, Mark, because this is something that's so near and dear to me. We have a lot of students who have just recently um, looked into enrolling, and we've, we have applications out, and those who are joining us for this cohort of Luxury Short-Term Rental Academy. And one of the first exercises that we do is identifying that ideal guest avatar. And I love what you say here. You say, when you try to appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. And I think that's so important because as new hosts, we're eager, right? We wanna help everyone out, but ultimately we kind of dilute, you know, the service that we're providing. Can you speak a little bit about that before we wrap up? Yeah, ab absolutely. And, and if I go over the hour on this, I apologize, <laughs> but it's really important. And it's really important to stress this is that the hospitality business that a lot of you are coming into is not the same as 2019. Mm. And as, as easy as it is to get bookings more, um, it's as easy to get started in Airbnb. You literally can get keys over the weekend and list it on the property and get going. So there's, there's so many people coming into this industry. And because of that, you can no longer just throw spaghetti on the wall and hope one that sticks. You've really got to fine tune who you're appealing to. And you, you're right. You can't just say, 
that you appeal to everybody because when you appeal to everybody, you appeal to nobody. You've got to have your customer avatar, your ideal guest in, in mind. And whether your ideal guest is going to be traveling nurses, whether your ideal guest is going to be families, whether your ideal guest is going to be people going on workations, you've got to figure out, A, where's your property? So the location that it's in, New Orleans, Florida, it could be the UK, wherever it may be, the city, the town, the location, you've got to figure out what's nearby. Why do people come to your area? So this is really important. Why do people come to your area? Is it mostly for work? Is it for leisure? Are you, are you a vacation resort? Are you a, you know, a, a, a destination resort? Or are you a city center, people coming for work? You've got to figure out why people come to the area. And then what you've got to do is you've got to figure out what your property offers, because not every property is the same. There's maybe one bed, there's maybe two beds, maybe three beds, four beds, houses, there maybe ones that are on a lakeside, beachside, et cetera. So figure out why people come to the area, what your property offers. And then you've got to think, well, who do I want in here? Because the good news is, is that you've only got limited availability. You've only got a limited um, amount of rooms and nights to sell. It's not like with Amazon and e-commerce where, you know, you can just sell unlimited amount of stuff. You've only got a limited amount. So the good news is, is that you don't have to appeal to millions. You just have to appeal to hundreds. And so when you can really double down on your niche or triple down on your niche, then that is when the real uh, riches will be. There's a saying, the riches are in the niches. And somebody once said to me, very, very wise person said, you want to bury yourself so far down in a niche that there's no room for anybody else. So whether that is specializing in pet-friendly accommodation, but then you niche down even more and you specialize in just cats <laughs> or, or large, <laughs> you know, large dogs, or, you know, you, you, you cater yourself to family reunions, whatever that may be, go down. And if you've got a couple of properties, not every property might be the same. You may have to change it up for each one, but this is where you just got to take a little bit of time and just go, right, who am I appealing to here? Who's my ideal guest? And once you figure that out, every social media post that you write, every email that you type out, your website copy, how you describe your business, life is so much easier when, when you do so. And that's why it's really important. And I was able to get an answer out in three minutes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I love that because I get on a soapbox too, Mark. I said, if you can really specialize and, and market to your ideal guests, that's, they're, they're willing to pay the price because they know that you see them. They know that you're going to take really good care of them. Why look elsewhere and chance it? And so you really need to make sure that marketing is dialed in. You've identified who they are. They know who you are. And so that's where the magic is made. So thank you. Thank you, Mark. I so appreciate you being with us here today, guys. Thank you for chiming in. Mark is a member of this group, so definitely tap in with him. Make sure that you're adding your listings in the comments below. Let's stay connected. This was so powerful and impactful, guys. If you do not have a direct booking site, you are leaving money on the table. <laughs> I'm just going to put it that way, and I will leave it there. Again, thank you, Mark. Guys, grab a copy of his book, the book, Direct Playbook, and I think it's there it is right there. Yep. It just <laughs> switched pages on me. Get a copy of this book. It's so good. Oh my goodness. Thank you for, for putting that together, Mark. And I know you got to run. We're at the top of the hour and I so appreciate you. My absolute pleasure. And I'm looking forward to working with yourself and Jody. I know Jody's in the comments on Hospitable Hi, Host this year, which is the, which is the next book. So yeah, uh, very yes. excited to be part of that project. I, uh, I've still got my chapter to write, but I will do so. And it's really exciting to be part of 
what I think is going to be another amazing book. So thank you so much for the opportunity to speak uh, today. Awesome. And thank you, Mark. I so appreciate you being here with us today. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for joining.